Woo! Welcome to the show, everybody. I don't know about y'all, but it has been a long week for me. We're planning a wedding. We're getting moved in, doing all the different things here and there. And uh, you get a little tired after a while. But I have great news as a pick-me-up. We have a new sponsor for the show, and it's actually part of who we interview today. Really cool stuff here, folks. Pack Racing Springs has stepped on board with the show. They have realized that the listeners and the customers that they have are the exact same group. Let me tell you something about Pack Springs real quick. They have 100 years of making the highest quality spring products right here in the United States. They specialize in suspension springs, which is what this entire interview is going to be about, about suspension springs for your UTV specifically. They specialize in valve springs and bump springs and sway bars. Shocker, right? Because nobody thinks sway bars are a part of your suspension. Let me tell you the truth, y'all. We talked a little bit about it today in the podcast, but Pack Racing has it all. They have spring kits, valve spring kits, bump spring kits. By the way, bump spring kits replace the uh, polyurethane bump stop on the bottom of your shock. When it can get deflated and stuck and turn into a piece of crap, uh, sitting on a shock staff or shouldn't sitting on a shock stem, um, you can actually get some rebound back out of it and make it a working part of your suspension like it's supposed to be. Pack Springs line of sway bars and torsion bars are immense. They have the Schroeder torsion bar for circle track racing, and they also have a complete line of off-road sway bars like the Tomahawk race bar. That race bar is used from everything from King of Hammers 4400 cars to Hill Killing Razors. That is a one-size, kill-it-all, seems-to-get-the-trick-done sway bar right there. The Trail Series sway bar is a line that is a great fit for a weekend rig that needs a bar but won't see the high stress of racing. I don't know about y'all, but I mean, there's a difference when you go out on that short track and you go out and beating on it and you can really feel the suspension wanting to either pull or lean. Uh, man, I'm just so excited because we talk about all this stuff and, uh, you know, just telling about the sponsor. You don't even really have to talk much more about it. But both the Tomahawk and the Trail Series bars are available in a ton of different sizes, a ton of different diameters, and of course, they have arms to match. Right now, Pack Springs is killing it with the suspension springs. Let me tell you guys this I have ordered a set of springs. I plan on doing a full review on our Facebook and our Instagram for you guys. And let's be honest, Pack Springs, what do you think they do? When you think of Pack Springs, you would assume that they're going to do suspension springs. They do spring kits for Polaris, Yamaha, Can-Am, and Arctic Cat. You can check them out at the website, racingsprings.com. And also, highly recommend this because especially if you're going to listen to the podcast today, I would recommend you do this. Jump over to their YouTube. They have a ton of informative videos, and it's on their Facebook and Instagram as well. Pack Racing Springs on all those platforms. They have coilover setups. They have different color springs, black, orange, silver. They will get everything. They will get you ride, not only riding correct, but also looking awesome. I don't know about you guys, but this actually solves the entire tender spring issue. This solves ride height issue. This solves ride comfort issue, which is probably the single most important thing that you can have in a car. Long story short, I have a lot of good things to say about Pack Springs because their reputation precedes them. If you know, I didn't know they even did UTV Springs, but if you know anything about Ultra 4 specifically, Pack Springs has been a long-standing name in that area, and I'm glad to have them on the show. Pack also offers, and I'm going to take them up on this soon, 
in-house shock tuning, which is a lot like what you've probably heard of out there in the market right now, but they do it. It is East Coast based and it is specifically designed for your application. Whereas, you know, other manufacturers may give you a one-size-fits-all spring, Pack Springs has completely customized springs to help your application fit exactly what kind of riding you do, exactly how much you weigh, how much you carry. We go into that all today in the podcast, and that's a great intro in today's podcast. But I do want to spend one more minute and thank my guys at Infinite Off-Road. Infinite Off-Road has light bars, they have light whips, they have wheel rings, they have mirrors with lights in them, everything you can think of. And all Infinite Off-Road products are backed by a 25-year, you-break-it-they-replace-it warranty, even covering accidental damage. It's crazy. Also have rock lights. I've beat that dead horse forever, so I'm going to let that one pass this time. I just want to hammer home. They have pods, light bars, and that 25-year you-break-it-they-fix-it warranty. I also want to reach out to my buddies at All Things UTV. On our Facebook this week, we actually highlighted a product that I personally will probably take advantage of, and that is their suspension trail pack. And basically, that is lower control arms, special carriers manufacturing. It's a big name, probably the most indestructible arms on the market. Special carriers, lower control or lower front A arms. It comes with special carriers, tie rods, and LNW Fab high clearance radius rods. LNW Fab, not Fab. LNW Fab high clearance radius rods in the back. It's everything that you need to get all of your suspension up out of the way and also be as strong as possible. All right, bills are paid, folks. But today, we're going to loop it back around to the first thing we talk about. It's Pack Springs. Um, I gave a quick synopsis of what today's episode is going to be about. It is all UTV springs, UTV shocks. We're going to talk about what comes stock on machines. Is it good? Is it bad? And spoilers, kind of not great. Uh, but what comes on the machines, we're going to talk about how you make it better and how you go through the process with Pack Springs, uh, you know, specifically to get your ride height figured out to get your ride comfort figured out it's a great time Uh, our guest today his name is chris Berger. as soon as he told me that he said like cheeseburger so my man chris cheeseburger at pack springs is on the show today and without further ado we're going to go ahead and jump right in everybody chris Berger. get a drink and gather around let's talk drivers let's talk rigs let's talk skill you've got the best of the best in the off-road racing world have a seat at the table with us and let's talk about racing on the rocks okay cool um well we're recording um basically if there's anything uh that i don't want to say this I can go through and manipulate everything since we're pre-recording everything. Um, it's pretty much just a conversation. Uh, yep. But let me close this door and we'll get started. All right, you ready to go? Ready. All right. What's your What's your last name? Burger. B u r g e r. Chris Burger. Cheeseburger. Okay, Chris yep. Cheeseburger. Got it. All right. Um, First and foremost, uh, Chris, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Man, it's been great. Uh, you know, it's always fun. You listen to a show, and then you're finally a part <laughs> of it. So uh, yeah. this has uh, been a good time so far, uh, catching up with uh, all the back issues and back episodes <laughs> and uh, 
so I feel like I'm part of the family already. Well, good, good. I appreciate you putting up with uh, all of my technical difficulties. Um, everyone listening will notice that our quality is a little bit better. Got to give another shout out to Classic Rock Drops for letting us use their studio today. This is a really important interview. Um, I, I'm really thankful that Chris is going to sit down with us. Um, this is what we're going to talk about today is not only uh, a, a cool guy, a cool company, a great company, and a great product, but this is information that scales across the blo- across the board and every single application for side by sides. And I am stoked to have this conversation and pick your brain because. You are a, just from the short conversations we've had, you're a super intelligent guy. You know what you're talking about. And uh, my fans love it when we get technical. So I'm ready to talk technical with you today. Man, I'm excited for the guy that comes on after me because that sounded like a way cooler <laughs> dude than I am. Oh, man, uh, it's you. It's you know, you. I mean, it's uh, we're in an industry where we kind of just get to be a bunch of guys and, and girls hanging out. You know, we're all yeah. kind of in it for the same thing, whether it's, it's performance or having a good time, whatever your end goal is, you know, any sort of performance minded company like we are mm-hmm. has got some sort of product that's going to help you get farther into what you're trying to do. And when you're a large company like what we are, and we offer so many different things. You can really come through and, and sometimes it's a, a burden for us to, to find a niche, you know, and, and a show mm-hmm. like this is a, a good example to mm-hmm. touch a lot of people, whether you're trail riding or you're racing or you're hill killing or, or you're just uh, you know kind of out cruising with the family. So yeah. that's where we're in the golden age of side by sides, and then the off road yeah. industry altogether. You know, I mean, it's yeah. I'm so jazzed. You know, Nora was just a couple weeks ago, and and we see a lot of these old rigs coming out, mm-hmm. and and you're like, man, it, I feel like less of a man. I mean, what <laughs> what racing was was. 30 years ago or yeah. even farther. I mean, but, you know, I mean, we talk about side-by-sides. You know, a lot of us were on 800s, yeah. you know, seven or eight years ago and thought this is this is the fastest I've ever been in my life. I'm yeah. going to spin off the face of the earth if I go any faster. Yeah. And now, you know, K&M's just launched that 195-horse, uh, you know, out, off the showroom floor. You know, yeah. Turbo S is running 90 miles an hour. You know, it's like, what are we doing? You yeah. know, and that's... That's where we really had to step up in the in the aftermarket industry. Everyone involved, you know, if, if you're working on any of these vehicles, man, we've all had to up our game because right out of the box, it's it's pretty good. It, you know, now we've got to start tailoring <laughs> to everybody's use. Yeah, uh, you know, we were all Superman there for a little bit. Of mm-hmm. you respring a, an 800 or a 900 and you get some <laughs> valving in it, and and uh, you're like, man, you guys are amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but now. Three-way adjustables, you know, tenders, lockout rings, all that stuff's coming on, and, uh, you know, we really got to work. So that's what we're here to do. Yeah, absolutely. Before we jump into all of the details, I want to know a little bit more about yourself, who you are, how you kind of got into the role that you're in. Is What is your official position title at uh, Pack Springs? Uh, I guess a shock technician, a little bit of tuning. Uh, you know, we are a... Uh, we'll slide into me and I'll explain my position here. Of, okay. uh, you know, PAC is a, a, a manufacturer of springs. We're, we're a hundred year old company, you know, so Woo-hoo! I'm kind of the bridge of, of we make parts mm-hmm. and we sell parts, but let's figure out where we can utilize products. Where is there holes in the market? What's, right. what's driving new product development? So, um, you know, I, I came here to, we're outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, 
Um, I was a, a dumb hillbilly from uh, <laughs> East Tennessee. You know, I say it proudly. There's rednecks and there's hillbillies. Yeah, you know, the, yeah. uh, rednecks don't always have hills. Uh, so, um, oh, so I moved from East Tennessee to uh, the Charlotte area. I was going to be uh, really wanted to get into racing, stock mm-hmm. car racing, and. and Came here in the late 90s, kind of in the boom of NASCAR, and, and was lucky to spend, uh, you know, 15 or so years racing, you know, working in the industry, and mm-hmm. and and really kind of, uh, you know, shocks have kind of been towards the, the later of my career. I, I came here as a fabricator and a mechanic and, mm-hmm. and really got into suspension stuff. And just like everybody, you know, you you have your hobbies, and you just kind of keep gravitating what you like. Yeah. And... You know, the off-road industry was always something I enjoyed, you know, growing up in the mountains and, and, and just kind of getting out and wheeling. I, I prefer full-size rigs, Jeeps and buggies is, is what I, I, I've i got myself. I, I say I wouldn't mind having a side-by-side, but I feel like by the time you get the thing uh, almost paid off, it's the next version <laughs> is there. So I love spending That's other people's true. money. Yeah, you know? no, That's I, way more fun to it's, – it's more fun to be that way. So – uh, you know, I've worked at a couple shock companies. Uh, JRI was one that I spent a lot of time there. Yeah. Uh, they had a military division. Uh, MSI did a lot of work with the military on, on a lot of their vehicles. Um, and then, you know, spent a, a career tuning there. I was, was there for over eight years and, and was really not pigeonholed, but was doing everything hydraulically with shocks. Mm. And Pack Springs moved into town here. They wanted to get more of a a retail presence mm-hmm. and, you know, came over here and really opened up my eyes of being able to tune with a total package and not being locked into just hydraulic stuff of shocks of yeah. working on springs and sway bars and uh, a, a total vehicle dynamic package. And, uh, you know, we're, we're here in race city USA, as they call it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so we've got a lot of drag racing around, yeah. obviously short track and, and uh you know nascar style stuff but you know on the off-road side which is i know what we all like talking about here we're 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 two hours from hatfield mccoy we can get to winrock in about three and a half hours we can be to aop we can be chocoloco we can we can get all around um you know even some short course stuff starting to pop up around here down in georgia Durhamtown, and and some of these places so uh, Dirty Turtle up in Kentucky, you know, all these places that you guys are, are already racing and know, you know, mm-hmm. we've got a ton of, of different, different applications, you know, so I can, I can go work with a guy short course racing one weekend and we can be trail riding in West Virginia the next. Yeah. And, uh, that's, that's really what helps grow our, our product development and, and really being able to touch the end user. Yeah. So uh, let's just jump right into it because, you know, there's, there's so much to go through here that I kind of want to start from you know, a, a baby knowledge and, and get into the in-depth topics. Um, the Razor and Can-Am market, uh, I'm going to kind of bundle them all together. So listeners, if I say Razor, I mean side-by-sides. If I say side-by-side, I mean everything. It's kind of one of those things I'm just going to clump them all in one. But there are distinguishing factors between every single vehicle. And not only that, there's distinguishing factors between the the model, the actual unit itself, and our, our listeners, uh, primarily being razors, um, I wanted to kind of go ahead and just start at the at the high level and say that uh, you know, can you explain if I were to go buy a you know 2019 1000 XP, 
what is the actual like shock and coil system that I'll get out there? What am I going to get on the car that, that I'm going to bring home? If I have no idea what I'm looking at, what am I, what, what am I bringing home? Is it worth anything? Yeah. So pretty much, you know, like you're saying, buying a razor now is like buying a, a Chevy pickup truck or a mm-hmm. Ford truck. It, it can be used for so many different versions. So, you know, like you said, your people, your listeners and, and me include are focusing on, you know, XP 1000s, you know, right. turbos, whether it's S's now, uh, two seat, four seat, but what it really breaks down to in all those packages. And I ask the first thing when people call of which shock are you on? Is it the Walker Evans right. or is it the Fox internal bypass stuff? Mm-hmm. We used to be able to designate turbos as, <laughs> as IBP, yeah. you know, but now, yeah. you know, Polaris is pushing out a lot and, and you can, you can get a new turbo with walkers on it for Dirt you know, what, 15 grand. You yeah. know I mean? It's, for the machine you get, and it's it's a pretty killer deal. Um, so let me let me you stop know, right so there. Actually, most of, let me ask you one question real okay. quick. Why you know just as someone who deals in the realm of shocks, obviously you know the Walker Evans is I don't want to say a cheaper version, but it's the uh, uh, it's it's the lesser version to the Fox internal bypass, correct? Well, it it, it looks it, both things have different uses you know especially when we start looking in it in the aftermarket world mm-hmm. of i don't i'm not down on the walker evans stuff you know mm-hmm. anytime there is a a base model and an aftermarket a lot of people look at it and go you know this is the lesser version like mm-hmm. you say and i don't i don't think that's the case it's it's all in what you're trying to accomplish with it you know if you're trail riding and you're kind of getting rowdy a couple times when the the wife and the family's not with you. It's a perfectly fine piece, you know. It's yeah. People look at the two O front and think, well, you know, it, it's going to build a bunch of heat. But you know, we're not for for East Coast riding and and for even out west. If this thing's a full blown whoop eater and we're digging all day long, very rarely are we in race mode for right. hours. You know, I mean, we're out. You know, if we're talking about race cars, that's a whole nother gig. You right. know, that's a whole nother, it's a whole nother show. But for for casual, aggressive use or anything like that, it's a totally fine shock. It's what I like about the Walker Evans is it's got a very simple top out control, and that's for for the people that's had it apart or or just getting into saying this is a good one of what do I need to know about my suspension and my shock packages. Mm-hmm. So as it's it's somewhat position sensitive in the fact of there's a, a hole in the top of the shaft and there's a needle in the top of the body cap in the last two and a half inches or so of ingestion when you've smashed this shock down, uh, it intersects that needle and closes off all the bleed that's in the, the shock. You know, so we mm-hmm. could we could spend a whole nother hour talking about shock <laughs> stuff, but we'll we'll stick kinda general of of what you can gain out of your vehicles. Right. So if you're listening and, and they go, okay, now he's talking about the one I've got. So everybody shut up and let me listen to this. <laughs> yeah, exactly, so, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, you know, so we're talking about the Walker Evans stuff, and uh, it's needle valves. It's got top-out control. So the the gist of it is when you bottom this thing out, when we're jumping and we're landing and we're getting into that last little bit of travel, it ramps up force. It's almost like a dual-rate spring, but it's inside the shock. Mm-hmm. So we're making a specific amount of force at one area of travel in the shock and then as it's bottoming out we're making more so it's a very simplistic version of that um it's in the fronts and it's in the rears Mm -hmm. um you know for for razor stuff you got a ton of wheel travel Mm -hmm. and 
And most of the time, as we see, everybody knows from their tender springs they're getting, they're almost collapsed at rod height. You know, you start mm-hmm. getting some sag into it. And uh, we can go through the steps of if I was going to suggest what you do, I would start with a, a tender kit, mm-hmm. just changing the upper springs. Now, players threw a little, uh, a little uh, monkey wrench in it uh, of that front spring. Now they're winding on specific models and newer stuff. Yeah where it's one tall spring. So uh, that sucks for you guys that you can't do a tender kit. Uh, but we do work with, uh, you know, what we can do in that instance is you can call us, we can talk through your machine, and, and we'll get into spring kits and, and what we offer a little bit later. But mm-hmm. uh, So we can do a complete kit for the front, and then we can get you in a, an upper spring for the rear. So, uh, so so we can just do a tender kit. We can get you riding a, and get it where you've got some travel back in your machine. you got some heights in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and really getting it to back to where it should have been to start with. So, you know, so. Ba- basically what you're saying is that on those Walker kits, um, those are, you know, they have, if, if anybody has the Walker Evan edition on their, on their car, if you go out and you look at your shocks in the rear, you'll see a small, probably smushed spring on top and a elongated bigger spring on the bottom. You'll have two actual springs on each rear shock. And in the front, um, like what came on my model, uh, I actually, again, I have a 2017 1000 XP. Um, the original shocks that were on there did have that single coil, but they were a progressive rate coil in the sense of at ride height, you know, when it's just sitting in my garage, it looks like one single coil. But if you look at the very top, it's like a couple extra spins on the coil, a couple extra layers that just seem a little smushed. And basically, they have pre wired in at a different spacing between each coil, uh, like a, like it's essentially they built the tender spring into that very coil. Is that correct? That is, I, I think you might be my new salesperson. You okay. probably said it. Okay. I should have. Okay. Well, what I'm trying and to do. And it's all for cost. Yeah, You know, exactly. it's doing the same thing as, as the two springs, except they took a slider out of the cost mm-hmm. and they took buying four springs into buying two. So yeah, and um, shout it was out, just basically a cost thing for, for Polaris. Yeah, shout out to Polaris because every time, you know, when the Turbo S came out, everybody was like, oh, they should have made a cheaper Turbo. They should have done this and that. They're trying, folks. It can't get that much cheaper. <laughs> it's an expensive machine. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, so that leaves us, like you said, we have dual rate or a, uh, I don't even know if I call it a dual rate spring, but you have the, the spring on the bottom, the tender spring on top and the rear, and you're left with the single spring up front. Now, uh, you guys, do you guys offer a like tender spring conversion kit for that front shock? We do. Uh, so that really just lands into more of what we would sell as a complete spring kit. Okay. Uh, so we've got some different versions depending on what you're trying to do with it. Obviously, uh, a weight of the vehicle, if you're trying to race it or if it's trail riding. So we've got different setups. It's not like we've, we've put the time in testing, and, and really come up with some, some jam-up kits here and not just saying I've got a spring kit for a Razor. Right. Uh, so, uh, you know, we've got different versions, whether we want to work with a lockout ring or if we want to deal with a progressive upper mm-hmm. or if we're looking just for a super plush ride and we want this thing to all the time be soft. Because, you know, trail riding guys, I get a lot of times of it's a heavy cage, you're carrying – you know, a, a big, fat, heavy trail limo pig of mm-hmm. every spare part, every cooler, <laughs> and everything we can get on this thing. And we just need some heights back in it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a crawler, and uh, that's what we're trying to do. So uh, that's some of where we get 
some feedback of it's very hard to figure out what you guys offer because we offer so much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, you know, contacting us and, and, and we can kind of talk you through what all we offer. We probably got a little too specific, um, really trying to help out the end user and it mm-hmm. made it harder for us, but, yeah. um, but we want to work through with you and try to try to get you in the most jam up thing that we can come up with. So that's so. something I want to loop back to because w- what I'd like to do is kind of talk about the shocks that come on the car Talk about the enhancement that's, that you guys have because um, if someone does go to your website, you know, as someone who who has an idea about shocks and springs and things like that in mind, um, it was easier and I, I, I thought it was a really good thing that you guys have every option you could ever want. You have it labeled very clearly. Um, but I kind of want to loop back to that um, and just go through the process of ordering springs. But before we get there, um, I do want to talk about the turbo shocks with the internal bypass. Um, yep. if you, you know, those are actually the shocks that I have switched over to my car because I had them on my original turbo and there's a big noticeable difference. Sorry, everybody with the Walker shocks, there's a huge difference. Um, and, and just, I, I put them on this car and it's still not what I had hoped, but it's a good upgrade what is the difference between you know the needle walker style shocks and the fox uh, internal bypass shocks so as we talked about with the walkers there's the bleed hole in the shaft and it's just a single hole uh, so that's mainly all the bleed that we're getting um, with the fox internal bypass there's an inner and outer body so the threads that you see on the outside of that shock the piston doesn't ride up against that body there's another body that floats inside of that mm-hmm. uh, so there's two chambers in there so um, there's between two and three, uh, bleed reed valves inside that body, uh, depending on your models and locations and all that. But, but it's really, it's position sensitive. Uh, it's a bypass shock. It's, it's jam up race technology from what would have been on the baddest thing in the world 10 years ago. And now we can just pluck one up off the showroom. So it is a noticeable change. It, it is an upgrade. I don't want to discredit the fact of, uh, walkers and, and foxes are uh, A to B, you know, kind of. Right. They, they've got their applications, and I don't want to discredit one. But you know, when you're when you're throwing around uh, for for performance stuff, it's hard to beat that internal bypass. Just one, the sizing of it, uh, the fact that it's rebound adjustable in the shaft, uh, as opposed to high and low speed compression. Mm-hmm. Whereas the with the walkers, you're just dealing with a single compression adjuster. Um, so there's uh, immensely a ton more parts that's going in it that that adds to to performance levels. But um, you know there's certain applications where if we talk about we're trying to short course GP race, I wouldn't choose that internal bypass mm-hmm. because of how much we're trying to control uh, body roll through corner entry and how much kind of switchback stuff we're trying to race. You know mm-hmm. because it is it is very compliant. It's got a, a ton of bleed and. Uh, so everything's got an application. You mm-hmm. know, if you if you're trying to choose a family cruiser, I wouldn't try to start with uh, some stock Walker Evans. You know, we're gonna <laughs> there. It's it's all in Ooh. how far, man. This is speed. How fast yeah. do you want to go? Yeah. You know, and and sometimes speed is five miles an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, how slow do we want to go and not be banging our head off the cage all day long? Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, so everything's got an application. Everything's got a use. And, you know, we can, we can kind of get you in a direction there. You know, we do a lot of shock work here. Uh, we revalve and service stuff for, for all sorts of brands. Um, you know, 
people, some people like to tinker with them and mm-hmm. some people want to just send them off. So yeah. uh, we take care of that too. That's what I do here mm-hmm. is uh, I'm the shot guy at this place. And so, you know, the the good way to start is you can contact us and I, I can sit and talk about all these things of what don't you like, mm-hmm. what, what, what don't you dig about it? What do you want to do? What's the end goal? And, you know, honestly, it comes down to price. What are you looking to spend? You know, if, uh, do I want to, the thing's only got a couple hundred miles on it and I, I, a tender kit for three or 400 bucks. That's, that's right up my alley. Yeah, or absolutely. my wife says she won't ride with me unless <laughs> I, I get this thing fixed. Or, you know, I, I had a guy last year, I did a, a trail guide in, in West Virginia. He put down, I think it was a two year old machine and it had 14,000 miles on it. Damn. And I mean, this thing was just destroyed. I'm like, oh dude, why didn't you get with me earlier of, you know, I mean, you've just been beating yourself to death for, yeah. I just, I didn't know we could be better. Yeah. And, and that's where we, we talk about machines are so advanced now. Uh, you get in something, even if it's the next model up, you know, 900s were the most amazing things mm-hmm. and then thousands and then turbos and then S's, and, you know, so it just keeps progressing. And each time you get better, you're like, well, man, this is the best it's ever going to be. Yeah. I don't need to work on this, yeah. uh, but, but we can keep going farther. Otherwise we'd still all be rocking, uh, mm-hmm. uh 500 sportsman four wheelers. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, so, you know, figuring out what you're trying to do with it, uh, and, and really just, that's what we're here for is chat and kind of work through what you want to, what you want to work on. So, so what, I, what I wanted to do uh, actually is, uh, want to roll something back real quick. Um, we talked about the Walker shocks and we talk about the Fox shocks and we keep referencing an internal bypass. Will you give our listeners the high level? What is an internal bypass and why does it help? Just very high level. So I, I, I think most people have seen bypass shocks with external tubes, you know, mm-hmm. so you've got a couple compressions, a rebound. I mean, the new Fox stuff is, is huge. It's got three compressions. It's got two rebounds. So imagine all those bypass tubes if you put a body around it. That stuff is inside. Okay. Uh, not to that level of tunability. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the in the Fox stuff, there's like I said, there's an internal body, and for the layman, it looks like some feeler gauges on the side of it. Mm-hmm. It's a little little flat blade shims, and how we shim those or the locations of them, uh, we can adjust how much the shock is reacting. Uh, in in its specific locations. So really what we're trying to do in any sort of bypass shock, whether we're talking about bleed in the piston or shims or or however we want, we are simply letting fluid go around the main piston with all the shims, whether it's going through the body or or whatever, whatever form of bleed. Instead of forcing the piston to jam itself through the fluid we're mm-hmm. allowing it to go somewhere else that's so that's awesome. how we're we're lessening force okay um so there's i tell you one of the best things to look at uh, youtube i mean how, how <laughs> Who i thought? don't know how anybody's <laughs> going to continue to go to college i mean eventually doctors are just going to go to youtube college hopefully right <laughs> um, but but fox is really open with their cad drawings and you can look up your model or even you know the model you want to do and usually find a fox really rad video of it'll show fluid passage it'll show you know the model sitting there going up and down and it's showing how the compression adjuster works and how fluids going and and if somebody really wanted to dive in and kind of get a feel of how 
their shock worked or, or even the general fluid dynamics of a shock. Mm-hmm. There's some pretty good videos. Just catch that stuff. And, um, you know, that's the one thing I like about companies. When you're, when you're jam up and you're on your game, um, you put out your information and tell everybody to come beat it. And that's kind of where Fox is. Of We'll show you what we're doing. Yeah. We'll show you how we're beating you. And uh, it's it's really about education. I go through yeah. it all the time of, you know, we're looking at stuff that's that's three-way adjustable and lockout rings and a pretty advanced suspension setup for somebody that's possibly new to the industry. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, you can plop down the card and be in a badass race car right out of the bat mm-hmm. and not know any idea what you should be doing to this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I run into it all the time of, Somebody will describe a condition, and I'll start working them through adjustments, and they're like, "I don't know. It's I haven't touched any of that." So, uh, you know, so education of what you have and the availability of of your tuning, we're there for that too. Sometimes you just need a little help. You know, yeah. throwing parts at it isn't always the answer. It's just education of what you got. So, yeah. um, I, I filled a bunch of those calls too. Of yeah, you know, we did it with your car when we talked mm-hmm. before of. You said, I got a two-seat turbo with IBPs, and I said, it it bucks, and it lands and strikes through in the back, and you got the compression adjuster fully closed to keep from striking through, and now it rides rough everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and you said, that's exactly what it is. Because we deal with these platforms enough, we... We understand the the general dynamics of the vehicle, you know, mm-hmm. of what we're fighting. Mm-hmm. We're fighting a single spring because the tenders are collapsed. Right. Um, we're we're not having any sort of any sort of time for the as much stroke as the back of these things have got. Man, we've got tons of wheel travel, and it just keeps getting better and better. Yeah, you sure know, does. Whether it's double X's, I know that's not a huge hey, part of the market, but you me, know, it's, let me pause you there and say that when, when I was looking at new razors, I took a hard look at that double X, took a hard look at that thing. That thing's cool. We did a lot when, so when I was at JRI, we developed, uh, their, I'm going to call it like the Walker Evans version, their mm-hmm. entry level single adjuster shock. Mm-hmm. And we did stuff on the trail sports and the two and four seat wildcats. Mm-hmm. We did, uh, two or three years worth of runs on Arctic Cat stuff. Um, and it was neat to work with, I enjoy working with OE guys mm-hmm. to see what their their style is and what their, what their goal is because each one of these machines has a different, uh, a different group of followers and everybody's yeah. got a different goal. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. people aren't really buying Yamahas for trail riding machines. You know, they, they want to bang a gear and they want to back it into a corner and it's a cool little race car. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to shift gears. And, you know, so everybody everybody finds a niche and and as the market grows we're all winners. You know, we yeah. we're not just stuck on buying a side by side. We can whatever you're into, you can go get the raddest one for whatever you're into. Yeah, like that's like uh Kawasaki came out with one I uh, saw the trailer for it today actually. All that, yes. Yeah, I haven't I haven't watched it yet. Disclaimer, I haven't watched it yet. I don't know what it's like. But it looks cool, and innovation proves to make everything better. We want, we can comp, what is it, competition creates innovation. So Yes, us as the end user, we're the winners. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? I mean, it's, it, it just keeps driving price down, quality up, and innovation. So, um, so here's uh, so, what I want to do. I actually want to walk through a process with you, if you don't mind. Um, that phone okay. call we had yesterday... 
Um, we're just going to, I just want to walk through for someone to ask you the questions and, you know, in, in five or 10 minutes, kind of understand how to get the right applet or, the, or the, their questions answered. So say for example, I'm, um, I'm in Tennessee. I do just regular trail riding. I'm kind of your casual rider. I call you and I say, Hey man, I have Walker Evans shocks and I just, you know, it rides too rough. It doesn't ride good. Um, it's too stiff. What's the first thing that you're going to recommend for me? Well, I would ask some of, uh, I learned this early. <laughs> Everybody's a race car driver. Of no matter, <laughs> everybody is the baddest ass rider. I'm the fastest dude in the world. Uh, so realistic goals. That's, right. that's where we like to start of, okay. um, you know, it is, is it a two seat is a four seat? We can usually narrow down what we're looking to do there, you know, cause if a dude's bought a four seat, generally it, it's four, four seats, you right. know, or, or a little bit of cruising. So, right. um, you know, but at the same time it's dual purpose rigs, mm-hmm. you know, of, uh, I'm cruising when I'm with the the wife, mm-hmm. and when me and the guys go out, we turn into idiots. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to be able to do both. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so in, um, in this scenario, let's say I, I have a Walker Evans. Uh, I am your average average everyday rider. I have an aftermarket yep. cage, um, and I have front and rear bumpers, and I've got a winch on my front bumper. And um, realistic goals, I want to be able to go down. You know a trail at Brimstone or Windrock and not have my teeth rattled out. Yep. So usually when we start talking about a little bit of weight, I'll steer you towards a complete spring kit because we can up the spring rate a little bit on the lowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we won't mess with lockout rings in the front cause we're just trying to get some heights back into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we're, we're dealing with a little bit of weight swings of what am I, what am I hauling? What am I doing? So you don't gain that much from lockouts in the front. When I'm usually dealing with that, it's short course guys, mm-hmm. or if we're a, a, more of a race car setup and we're fine tuned on our heights and what we're when we're swinging back and forth, it's way more of a hassle. And can it's worth can you explain so, what a, what a lockout does in the system? Um, yes. So uh, l- let's okay. Let's finish this car and then we'll come okay. back to dual springs because that can be, lead us into a whole other segment. All right. That'll um, work. So we'll we'll jump up to a full spring kit in that car, regardless if it's a single spring or the two spring setups, because mm-hmm. uh, I want to get you in the correct spring rate for that car in the front. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rear is the same way. We're going to look at if it's if you're hauling a cooler or or all those things. We'll talk through your weights, uh, and and that's a pretty standard setup for me because we we went through why make a spring kit for a stock vehicle? We're not making these things stock. We're buying them. We're exactly. doing everything to it. So when I'll say my standard kit is kind of the exact car you're talking about. It's caged, it's speakered, it's coolered, it's toolbox. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm on a little bit of wheels and tires, uh, you know, skids, normal stuff. Uh, so that's kind of my standard weight. Uh, if I get somebody that says, man, I haul everything in the world with me, <laughs> and we're some, we're some big folks, yeah. and we like to stay out with a camping gear or whatever it is, then I'll start lending towards a, a heavier kit. But I'm not afraid to preload in a car. Uh, you know, because you can't out-tune spring. Mm-hmm. Too much spring rate is what you got now. You know, that's what yeah. you're fighting, and that's why it's rough now. So I don't want to pigeonhole you into a heavy spring kit uh, just because you don't want any any preload in it. You know, mm-hmm. so um, so that and when we're doing a car like that, I'll, I'll, I'll get you towards a complete spring kit. Uh, if you've got some miles on it, 
and you want to send the stuff in and get serviced, I can do all that, and I can send it back with springs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's all options we'll work through. I've got little little things we might do. We might change a piston in the front. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some Walker Evans performance parts that we can put in it. Uh, I've got some bump springs a lot of times I try to use in the rear instead of the foam urethane bumps that kind of mm-hmm. are already beat up and have a lifespan to them. Um, I've got some, some cool little bump springs that – I think are good for this application. They're tunable. They travel as much as the bump spring do. Uh, I think they look rad and they work great. Yeah, so absolutely. the thing that it helps, uh, you'll, you'll be pressure washing and you'll slide that, that bump stop up. Sometimes you'll see your shaft is started in the pit and corrode and it's flaking off that, um, you know, that's just kind of from sitting in purple power and mud mm-hmm. and everything for all that time. So, uh, going to this bump spring eliminates that. So just, it's wearing out seals, you know, as the seals come down and the shafts chewed up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we just get some longevity out of it. And all these things are stuff that you can do at home, too. Uh, if you got a spring compressor, it makes things a little easier. But mm-hmm. um, I don't have anything that's just, you know, packed with a ton of preload where you can't do it at home. Right. Um, so so that's, that's how I would kind of spec out a car of all the things you talked about. You'd tell me what you're doing, talk about realistic goals, price. You know, I mean, some guys are going to say, uh, man, I saw a, a, a tender kit on the Internet for 200 bucks or some some good cheap number. Mm-hmm. And where we'll go and the products we're making, the springs that I'm using on everything, we only make one spring, and that's a badass spring. Yeah. Uh, I don't have different levels. I don't have different qualities mm-hmm. uh, because if you call in for – you just say, it, man, I need a little height to my razor – I don't need the best of the best. The spring that I'm pulling off the shelf is the same one I'm going to send to an Ultra 4 car. Yep. So there's there's no range in products. Um, you know, everything's made here in the States. They're winding springs on the other side of the wall right now. Um, so, you know, we make one part, and that's making it the best we can. Yeah. The best in the market, I feel like. So, uh, you know, we are a – you know, we're an off-road – company in springs you know we're a coil over spring manufacturer Mm -hmm. Uh, we we tried in the past to be a little bit of everything to everybody but we said let's reel it in and be let's be the best to a group of people and you know some things flow into other markets but you know coil overs are coil overs you know so there are other performance applications but uh, i don't hardly do a ton of of oe style springs at my location here you know Mm -hmm. we've got uh, we, we jumped over the plant a little bit, but we've got 10 plants, you know, we're a, we're Man. a huge manufacturing company. So, yeah. uh, you know, we're just, it's not, uh, it's not making parts in, in mom's basement. You know, we're, mm-hmm. we're a wide open tier one OE manufacturer. So, yeah. uh, so that kind of gets us, you know, we've, we can probably talk some more on, on manufacturing processes or, or all that we do. But I think for, for what your guys want to make that first swing, if I need a little introduction or I need to get tuned up on what I got, mm-hmm. uh, I think those two shock brands, you know, the Walkers and the Foxes that you're dealing with Razors, mm-hmm. um, and even, you know, this Fox stuff flows over into RC2s on mm-hmm. Yamaha. Uh, if you've got a, a short course guy listening, um, you know, or if he's bought a Yamaha and it's got the X2s, that's the internal bypass, which is a kind of a cousin to the the three ways that you've got on razors mm-hmm. um, the x2 on yamaha as you've seen it's uh it's got the compression and the rebound adjuster up in the body cap so mm. 
but it's a nice internal bypass shock too if you are trail riding the Yamaha. It's a yeah. nice setup. So, um, you know, it's all this stuff is is really came along in, in the last, I'd say, the last four or five years. It's, it's innovations have came through where um, we're all winning. You know, we said it before. Yeah. So yeah. So let me ask you this, and, and this is you know this is kind of going to be like the overarching theme is you know you walk up to someone who maybe just is just like the guy that you talked to that had so many miles on his machine and you say hey man why don't you send this to me earlier and you and you replied like hey, i just didn't know when you walk up to somebody and you say hey you know have you thought about changing your springs out and you know they think about it and they're like oh no it's good how do you convince somebody to go, you know, I really think that you should invest in springs because you don't know what you're missing out. Because for me personally, I just, until, I don't know, a couple years ago, um, I had a buddy of mine, he put a spring kit on his, and I just thought, you know, how my Razor rides is the best at rides, or how my side-by-side rides is just, this is it, it's fine, it doesn't get any better. It's meant to be just kind of a little rough or handle a little this way or that way. But when I had someone I knew put a spring kit on, it made me go, wow, these things ride like crap. And, you know, it's one of those things like, how do you get someone to be that first person in their friend group to get the spring kit and make everybody realize that their stock side-by-side really doesn't ride that good? Sometimes you got to share the remote with the wife. And she doesn't want to watch MAV TV. And yeah. She doesn't want to watch outdoor channel and you end up on HGTV yep. or something like that. There was a show called <laughs> love it or list it. So it's, it's, you know, the people had the crappy house Ooh. and they'd always complained about the bathroom or the sink or whatever it was. Yeah. And you come in and fix the thing up and you either keep it or get rid of it. Right. And I tell people, don't do that with your machine. Like don't punish yourself. Don't yeah. just say, man, this thing's going to be paid off in 18 months. And then I'm going to spend $400 on a tender kit. Like, mm-hmm. dude, that's, 10 camping trips and that's four good weekends. You know I mean? Just all the time that you, <laughs> you 10 trips to the chiropractor. <laughs> right. You know, so, and, and so there's so much better to be out there, whatever you're trying to do with it. Uh, you know, I, I run into it a bunch. We'll go racing down in Durham town and, and for anybody that's ran down there, there's a ski jump and it's, it's literally, it feels like a ski jump. The earth just leaves for way too Ooh. long. And, <laughs> And we have to tune basically for that. You're good everywhere else, except you're going to strike through and bottom out, jam your ass up through your neck. Mm. And it's just a long day. Mm. So, you know, don't just say, well, I just check up a little bit for that one. I just don't hit it so hard. Uh, it's no different from saying, man, I, I wish my family would ride with me more, yeah. but they hate this thing. It's uncomfortable. We spent $30,000 on it. We're yep. renting a cabin. I'm pulling it up here with a trailer. And at the end of the weekend, my kids don't like it. My wife's aggravated. Uh, she wants to sell the thing. She doesn't enjoy it. It's all things. What is my end goal? Is it speed? Is it comfort? Is it happy family? Is it more time with the family? All yeah. the things that you can achieve. Just let's work on making this more enjoyable, more useful. Because we've all had a toy or something if it's not working you just eventually fall out of love with it yeah. and it sits there for a while and you then, know then it's gone paying insurance on it mm. and then it's gone yeah and you say man remember those times riding with my buddies man that was a good time and you you remember well maybe it wasn't because if it was we'd still be doing it yeah so that's where i say whether it's safety or speed or just happiness work on your stuff and and just you know a little bit of maintenance goes a long way and 
and just understanding, you know, I, I fight a lot here on the East Coast, and I know we're a national show. Uh, there's, we all know shock therapy. That's a name brand. I, I don't, mm-hmm. I, I don't discredit the ability that they have and the market that they're in. They're they're innovators in a ton of products, and this is where we all in the industry have to rise. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's got competition. Yeah, and I think where I've kind of tried to carve out a little bit of our niche is. We are on the East Coast. We are doing a different terrain than a full-blown whoops-eating, you know, blasting across the desert. That's rad. We do that, too. But how many people are are doing that, you know, on this side of the world? You yeah, know, yeah. If anything, we've saved up for a trip to Moab or we're going to KOH. <laughs> we're going out there to have a good time. Right, uh, right. But, but we're going to do that once. In the next three years, we've saved up for it. We're we're really doing it, but we're going to go ride in West Virginia like ten times this year. Yeah, or, you know that sort of instance wherever you're going. Yeah. Um. So, you know, it's different train. It's different goals, and and that's really where you know this conversation we're having today. Uh, the guys in the shop make fun of me because like, do you do you work? You just talk all day. You know, because <laughs> I'll, I'll get a call. I mean, I've been working on a shock while I'm talking to you. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know because to really get somebody tuned up and be a hundred percent happy. And I want to get them in the family. You know, a lot of times I'm fighting brand recognition. I I hear it every day. I didn't know you guys did this also. Yeah. Uh, So, cause you know, we're, we kind of got started in the aftermarket world, pack springs as as valve springs. We make, Mm -hmm. we make really badass valve springs. Mm -hmm. We're in all sorts of NHRA stuff, high end top end valve springs. So uh, that's how we got into suspension springs and the aftermarket world is, we took that technology and all that we knew from making uh, really top-end valve springs, and we just applied that to suspension springs. Uh, you know, you look at you look at bodies and springs, and, and when something's all jammed up, you stack the tire, you're on it, and the spring's all bowed up, and mm-hmm. you rub it on the body. You know, we work pretty hard on having stuff stack up square and look nice. Yeah, uh, it keeps rate true. It's it's a quality piece. You know, so um, you know that's that's really what we brought from it is uh, we didn't start at the bottom and worked up. We, we took what we knew from the top and applied it to, to a whole new industry. Yeah. So, so I actually uh, want to say a couple things here too, because that's a, that's a huge focal point in my opinion. So most of my listeners being East coast based, we've got a, we got a bunch in the West right now, but most of you guys are in the East coast and <laughs> there have been times previously where I have thought to myself, man, I'd really like to get with a, with a spring kit, get my stuff revalved, get the whole nine yards. And I thought to myself, okay, I'm gonna have to take my shocks off, put them in a box, mail them to the other side of the country. You know, it's going to take them six days to get there. It's going to take them six days to get back. And I'm going to have people that, you know, just, you know, (laughs) between you and I, I mean, you and everybody listening, uh, people who've predominantly rode in the West coast. And, you know, I can tell them all day long, Hey, you know, like this is the type of terrain I ride and they get a mental image, but to have someone on the East coast that is familiar with, okay, when I go say, I'm going to go ride Winrock, you know, you have a clear picture in your mind. Winrock is got rocks big enough just to spill your coffee when you're riding or just big enough to, you know, rattle your beer enough where it's flat by the next time you reach for it. But at the same time, it can open up into huge dirt roads and you can have this and that and having familiarity with the, the, the actual terrain that I'm going to go race on as well as being local. Like I say local because, you know, 
there's always the East versus West mentality, kind of the, the, the great divide, if you will. But having someone just on this side of the country that is at events, because when we were scheduling this, you were like, hey, I'm going to a race. I'm going to do this and I'm going to be here and there. And I was like, cool, we'll work out a time. But you're active in this. And, you know, for those guys who are really into like the Southern Rock Racing Series, tons of Southern Rock Racing Series guys, tons of Ultra 4 guys, full-size guys, run your springs. And to me... You know, when I saw that you guys were doing UTV springs and going down the the shock tuning route for the UTVs, I was like, oh, thank God, we have an actual like suspension company, an actual spring company getting into this market. And that was me finding out for the first time. Turns out y'all been doing it for a lot longer. But when I see your name on something, it, I mean, call it what it is, I trust your brand way more than I do other brands. And that was a big thing for me, just in the sense of, you know, I know personally how often I see your springs used and, you know, I don't want to say like air quotes, professional applications, but race teams and people who do this as a living, they'll put your, you know, they'll put your product on their car. I mean, that's to me, that's enough for me to kind of go, okay, that obviously sets it a tier higher. Does that make sense? Well, I'll go one more for you. Of So we're a spring manufacturer. Mm-hmm. So I want to work with everybody out there that's a tuner. You know, and yeah. I'll give shout out to, to G-Force is a great a tuner that's showing up to our events and, and, and showing up and racing. They're involved. Double E's another one. Um, you know, I don't mind giving shout outs to tuners because those guys are going to call and buy springs from me. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so I'm not saying uh, that. You know, I'm the only one doing it's it's real easy in the motorsports industry. Uh, I laugh a bunch of times and say uh, that guy, I like me some me, but he loves him some him. Yeah. <laughs> and that with as we get in a small group of, of shock tuners, we all kind of say we kind of nerd out and we all talk the same speak. And uh, but we're all we're all tuned on. Yeah. And I'm in a unique position that. I'm doing shock services so I can sell springs mm-hmm. and I can, I can keep businesses going and I can help people get better. I'm not exactly living off of shock services. Right. Uh, I love doing it and that's what I do. Uh, but at the same time, man, there's a ton of people out there and we say, how do you get better? You know, contact, if you've got a local guy or your buddy's working somebody, get with them. You know, it's, uh, you know, I don't want to start a, uh, a biggie Tupac war here of right. East Coast, West Coast, right. but there's just different styles of tuning of what is needed. Uh, you know, the, the quick and dirty and simple is, um, so out West, if you're talking about, I need to be a whoop eater and I, I really want some compliance because I mean, you're digging 60 mile an hour across the desert. Mm-hmm. You don't have time to check up for that two foot wash that you didn't see. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you end up in that style of tuning is it's less spring rate, uh, with more preload, so you have a less ramp up of spring force, and the same way in valving, it's a little less linear. So as the faster it goes, the more force it makes, it makes a little less force in that style of out west stuff, mm-hmm. because it's otherwise, it, you know, you're hitting things at tons of velocity out there. More so, what we fight on East Coast things is we're falling off ledges, we're we're controlling body roll. Um, you know, we're, we're kind of landing off of something, uh, you know, and, and hill climb stuff, we're, we're landing from flipping, you yeah. know, it's, it's single kind of strike throughs, you know, it's a, it's a big tabletop jump that we're landing. Mm-hmm. So, 
uh, it's a different style of tuning that we're making more high speed compression where we've got more lower spring rate. We can kind of, uh, we can, we're going from nothing to everything on what we're shooting for out here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, it's, it's not a right or wrong. We talk about shock therapy or, or anybody, anybody that's tuning stuff is terrain specific. Mm-hmm. So, um, Listen, these people that are successful, they're not successful by accident. Right. They know what they're doing. You know, they can talk through things and applications the same way. Uh, I just want them to call me and order the springs when they've talked to you. you know, <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's, that's the goal. Uh, that's so, a, that's you know, definitely... I think that's a good introduction to shock stuff, right? I mean, what mm-hmm. else would – you as an end user, what else would you need some help with? So me as an end user, um, and let me, let me roll it back and actually say that was a much more eloquent and, and proper way of saying what I said. So I appreciate you kind of clarifying the eyes for me there because that's what I was getting at and just didn't come out quite the right way. But um, no, I mean, it's yes, we're all working together. This is too small of an industry yeah. for any of us to be. We've, you know, I've listened to your past guests and, and we all, the common thread is you get to an event, whether you ran out of propane for the grill or you ran out of parts that you broke, we can all walk through the garage yep. and we can all kind of take care of each other. The the ones that you've ran into that have been a hassle or a headache, man, they don't stick around. Those yeah. people wash through. You know, the the industry doesn't deal with it, whether it's, you know, the customers haven't supported it mm-hmm. or it's just not been successful. So you can't be a jerk and you can't be uh, standoffish and not helpful or just not fast. You know, if we're dealing with the racing stuff and, mm-hmm. and you just keep uh, you keep saying this will work, this will work, and it doesn't, it's, it's not going to last. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, I think that's – we're all in this together. We all are the winners in this. Same way as uh, technology advancing in machines, uh, the aftermarket is the same way. Yeah. Um, the next thing I do want to talk about is another – another kind of element of the suspension system um, that really gets overlooked. Um, A lot of guys that I ride with down here, they'll have their stock units and they're like, I want my rod to be a little bit better. So they'll just disconnect their sway bar totally. And they'll go trail ride on it. It feels a little better, you know, but you get that topsy turvy kind of curve to it. Why is that, you know, I mean, that's a solution for some people and that's a solution if that's, you know, if you get it and that's what you wanted, awesome. You just fixed your issues. However, you know, there are drawbacks to that. If you go 20 miles an hour and you have that thing off, you'll definitely know what I'm talking about. (laughs) But what do you say when someone, when someone comes to you and they say, okay, I have my stock spring package, stock valving. What do I do with a sway bar? Like, you know, how does a sway bar fit into all of this? What what is it doing for me back there? And why, you know, do some people run sway bars in the front? Why do people run them only in the back? And why do some people not run them at all? Most of sway bars that are unhooked, you're generally chasing uh, an uncomfortable ride. You're looking for, you know, a sway bar is a spring. It's mm-hmm. a big, big, long, dumb spring. And you're <laughs> like oversprung that. on you're oversprung on your shocks and you're just looking for some compliance. Yep. Um, you know, I think unhooking bars is a lot like saying, I'm only going to wear my seatbelt today because I know I'm going to wreck. Uh, you know, <laughs> when we come out of the woods and you've been in a creek bottom for two hours, winching everybody out or just stuck in a mud pit and you finally get out, it's that time that you say, man, I'm going to open this thing up. I'm yeah. going to, I got to get a little breeze. I'm going to, or I'm just bored. Let's get back to camp. Let's go eat. Let's go get some tacos. Mm-hmm. There you, um, go. <laughs> you know, it, that, that corner gets up on you 
and it, it's just you need that bar when when you need it. You know, yeah. I, I get it. You didn't want it when you didn't want it, but um, you know, there's options. Uh, you know, Walker Evans has got a great little sway bar link that I, I do on a lot of cars. Of uh, you can just replace one side. Uh, it kind of makes a sway bar like a dual rake spring. Uh, hmm. it, it travels about an inch. Uh, it gets some compliance back in it. Uh, but when it travels that inch or so, it locks out, then you're back on your factory bar. So, mm, that's um, you know, we produce, you know, that's a trail riding version of, I, I don't like unhooking bars. Yeah. I, I get it that you want to make a rock crawler out of this thing. Um, and, and you don't want a total wheel, but, um, it's, I just don't see the need in it. I think the, the uncomfortableness of unhooked and the safety is just a bummer. You know what I mean? Yeah, the safety If we're talking about me. competition things, maybe. We'll, we'll talk about something else. But yeah. for trail riding, having a good time rig, um, let's work on the spring packages. And you'll find as we soften up springs and we soften up shocks through revalving or, or getting adjustments where you want it, um, you're going to lend back to, man, I, I would like a little bit of stability now. So. Yeah. Uh, I think once you get shocks dialed in, you'll fall back in love with the bar a little bit more. And if you don't, uh, you know, we've got some options of, so we produce sway bars here too. We'll, I know we're running, uh, we're running into some time on the show, but, uh, cause we've talked about a small aspect of what we do here of, um, man, I got all we, the, I got all the time in the world for you. <laughs> okay. Um, so a couple, three years ago, we acquired Schroeder Torsion Bars for our, mm-hmm. our racing division side. So we moved that facility from California here to North Carolina. Uh, so we're making all the sway bars you see for, for NASCAR stuff, for sprint car torsion bars, uh, modifieds. Um, so we're, we're doing a ton of sway bar and torsion bar manufacturing in our facility here too. So, uh, you know, as I'm walking around saying, hey, you guys are making bars for this, let's make a bar for a razor. Let's... Let's do something kind of out there. Uh, let's really step that up for short course stuff. Um, I, I've got a nice trail riding bar. I've got an aggressive short course bar. Um, it's it's a nice it's a nice kit. Um, if you're just trail riding, it's a lot of bar. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're talking about we're racing this thing or we're doing some some pro rock uh, survival racing, uh, you know, where we're we're carrying a spare, we're two up. We, you know, we're carrying some gear and we start, we start getting some weight into a, a survival car. Mm-hmm. Or if we're not racing in, in Durham town and in, in a core series or something like that, um, you know, getting some bars kind of nice. Uh, so we've got different options in that car. Um, there's, there's a lot of people that, that are manufacturing bars, mm-hmm. uh, for other vehicles. You know, we're, we're doing mainly straight spline bars here. Um, so that's kind of our style. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, bar packages, I think a lot of times fall out of favor because something else isn't exactly where you need it. That's my yeah. style. My style of tuning, whether it's in full-size rigs um, or, or whatever we're doing, is big bar soft springs. And then yeah. we'll, we'll let the shock control what we need to do. Um, you just think of lateral motion of the wheel. If we're just straight, you know, hitting a hard edge or, you know, a speed bump style hit, that's all spring, you know, that has nothing to do with sway bars. Um, you know, if we, if we're using a spring to control body roll then we don't have near enough bar. Uh, so and that's generally, if you're pulling lengths off trail yeah. riding, you're oversprung. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, and that's so. That's actually that, that's a. I I knew that we were going to be talking this week, and I actually went down to Adventure Off Road Park this weekend to watch a race. Shout out to the Bracket Buster, good race. Shout out to Tim Cameron because he he won. Also, if you're listening to this point, uh, Tim Cameron's coming on the show, y'all. But I'm not going to release that unless you're listening. Um, but uh, we went and ran down on the short on, on their course they have down there, and I actually did a, a couple of different scenarios. Um, in preparation for this podcast, I ran my car again, turbo internal bypasses, uh, fully soft in the front and, you know, pretty stiff in the rear, uh, trying to just get it to where it'll, you know, stay stable with me and not just buck up. And I tried a bunch of different variations of, uh, click adjustments, but one set of variations is I did all the adjustments and then ran the entire course the same way with my sway bar off. And I did that because I spent uh, half the time I was there riding trails with the sway bar on half the time with the riding trails with the sway bar off and it is better, but you know, when that sway bar is off, but you nailed it on like, like right on the head when you're, you're taking that bar off, you're fighting a different problem and it's like covering, it's like using makeup, you know? Okay. My arm, you know, my arm's broke, but if I just put it in a jacket sleeve, nobody will be able to tell it's broken. It looks, you know, it looks better. And it's, it's just a, a really short thing. Um, there we go. Sorry, I had a call coming in on the other line there. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's Tim Cameron. He's yeah. saying thanks for the congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Either that or he's saying, "Hey, man, I told you not to leak that yet." Um, <laughs> but uh, we'll we'll see about that one. Um, but uh, basically, you know, I, I wanted to go into that because I just wanted to have a good idea of why people do what they do. And when I was going fast at all, that body roll is terrible. It really is something terrible, and there's a lot of guys out there that just solve the solution by, um, you know, just taking out their sway bar. And I, I implore those listening, if you have done that solution, just check into a spring package because having the stability that you have with the sway bar but having the correct springs on there is, is the best of both worlds. It gives you that stability. It gives you that safety, but it also gives you that ride back. And, and I, I wanted to bring that up because again, I just feel like that's kind of like a, you know, if you're, if you're slow trail riding, rock crawling, then like, this is a good thing. And I see that everywhere on the forums and whatnot. And I kind of just wanted to have an answer for that. Well, I think we've joked and I've said it with other people, uh, a dual sport dirt bike is good for nothing. It's not good for the trail and it's not good for the street. And when you've got something like an internal bypass Fox on your turbo, uh, it's a great shock. And don't don't try to confuse it into doing everything uh, because sometimes you you try to be great at everything and you're not good at anything. Yeah. Uh, and I think unhooking that bar is one thing. I want to be a a slow crawling trail riding machine. Uh, like you say, we're just we we went over it of you know, let's get a proper spring package on there and utilize how awesome these machines are and let's fine tune locations let's mm-hmm. let's fix problems and not create problems to crutch another one so we're, we're way better off to fix things than we are just to keep creating we're listen we're all going to be on these things we're going to find stuff to fix mm-hmm. you know we're, we're going to yeah. create our own problems we don't need to do more than we need to do anyway so yeah um, i think that's a good place to start of it all comes back to starting with a good maintenance schedule and what our goal is mm-hmm. you know of you know, don't come and say, man, I've had this thing for four years. Because, honestly, we're starting to see some really good machines that are getting cycled through the family. Mm-hmm. You know, of 
uh, a 14 or a 15 that now your kids got old enough and, and now I'm in a new machine and yeah. let's freshen that thing up. You know, let's not send a, uh, an unexperienced rider out into something that could really use a little bit of a tune up. It's like I say, it's not all the time about speed and it, sometimes it's comfort. Sometimes it's safety. Sometimes it's just, um, you know, comfort level of the rider. You know, we all yeah. have introduced people to the industry of, you know, as, as things are new and awesome, you can get a, a brand new rider and everybody runs at different speeds, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, it's it's got to be a a safe, comfortable setup for for everybody. And because yeah. you jump in with a group, you know, we've all been there. Like it could be slow or fast. You know, you get to lunch, you you make up the story. You're like, ah, I, I'm gonna run back to camp for something, or I'm gonna head out because you're like, I'm gonna die if I keep riding with these people. Either yeah, I'm gonna nah, die eating coffee because we're going ten miles an hour, yeah, or we're gonna jump the Snake River Canyon with these morons. Oh gosh. So uh, I've been in both it, it of those situations. It goes both ways. <laughs> it, it always, I mean, uh, so especially you get into hill killing weekends, you know, Oof, uh, you, you sit there and uh, you know you you watch everybody else do it, and you think I got this. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, you know, it, it, it all comes down to, to tuning for what you're trying to do. I know we've said it a bunch, but I think it's something that we really got to drive home. Of, yeah. Um, it, it's worthwhile. It's a worthwhile investment because whatever you're trying to do, um, somebody out there, even if it's, it might not even be in, in what I'm selling, you know, you can talk about seats mm-hmm. or belts or stereos, whatever. I mean, if you're thinking about doing that stuff to your machine, Man, just do it. Just just make it comfortable. Make it enjoyable. Make it fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what I want to go through next, and this is kind of a, a short kind of like the, I guess my, my, my closing point here is – I'm listening to this podcast, and it's funny. I listen to it at my at podcast at my desks, and if they talk about something, I'll immediately, while it's going on, I'll click on the website and go through it. Um, what is your website that people can go through and just kind of look at everything you guys have to offer? Racingsprings.com, super easy. Um, uh, that That's the good place to start. We're all the time, you know, a, a website at this day and age is a living document. You know, yeah. we're always coming out with new products and fine-tuning links and all those things you know uh, i don't know that that apple itself has an amazing website and, mm-hmm. and you know when we sell as many products as we do sometimes it's a, a little bit of searching around but folks here are always working on making that easier mm-hmm. um you know if you if you get on there and you're having trouble finding as we talk so many different applications sometimes mm-hmm. it gets a little daunting of like man i I don't know what i need you know that's where we're around to give us a call and and we'll work you through don't get don't get freaked out of all the options um because you know we're trying to do everything from short course to you know you name it we've got a kit labeled for it and um you know that doesn't mean that 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 if you pick it out it's it's out in the left field it's just we're pretty specific of trying to make everybody just be as jam up as they can be yeah man trying to trying to build uh, the best thing for every person um, so you know, every, every of our, you know, and all of our different industries too, it seems like social media platforms gravitate towards certain things. We were laughing in our sales meeting today. It seems like the sprint car guys are, are hooked onto Twitter oh, for God. whatever <laughs> version that is. I don't, I don't, well, that's the thing. I don't really see the off-road world yeah. going towards that. I think we fall into, you know, everybody's kind of stuck in Facebook somehow, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Instagram's a great one because if you're toting a wheel or really sending this thing, nothing shows up better than that one good shot. So, yeah. uh, 
you know, Instagram's a good spot for, for seeing our stuff. Uh, we like to repost people that are winning on our products and, and are now having a good time and doing things. So, cause it's, it's a super visual thing. Our, our colors really popped on Springs. You know, we, we've always had an orange background in Springs. Mm-hmm. Um, but not everybody digs that, you know, so we'll offer black and silver also. Uh, so you can kind of tailor, um, to what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think media is a, a good spot, whether, you know, we're talking about shows like you, that's really helping promote us in the industry. I mean, we, mm-hmm. I don't know that we could reach as many people out, you know, you run into the trail, you can meet two or three good folks. You go yeah. to a race, you can talk to 20 people, mm-hmm. but I can talk to you and I can talk to so many people. And we didn't have this luxury in the industry before we used to have to go to a trade show. We yeah. had <laughs> SEMA or we had the, uh, you know, Alf Road Expo in Pomona or, mm-hmm. you know, then it kind of branches into some of these bigger fan sports super shows or whatever we're branching out into. But man, I can, I can chat with you and I can touch so many people. So we're all lucky in the industry that, that technology is coming away and, and, and podcasting and, and being able to reach out to people and, and social media is all together. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, so- yeah. One thing, one thing I'm going to, I'm going to get you to give us all your social media handles and things like that. But before we do that, you know, you mentioned when people get on the website, you don't want to get overwhelmed. Um, I've been on the website. It's really easy to figure out what spring numbers and, and all that for your machine. Uh, like for me, it was Polaris and then the, the 1000, you know, the X turbo, uh, model, uh, people will kill you at the stake if you say 1000 turbo, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's one of those things, uh, but you get on there, you know, you guys have pictures. It's real easy to get to where you need to go. Um, but when the actual spring, um, when the actual spring selection comes up, you do have a variety of springs, um, and they all come into, you know, light front, heavy front, uh, standard front. And there's, there's all the options there. Um, I, in my opinion, it's really good for people to go onto the website and, you know, if I'm not mistaken, most of the prices are the same for the springs in terms of, you know, light, heavy, front, standard, all the different mix and match that you can have. And just go on there and get an idea of the price and, and look around and say, okay, if I want to do a tender kit or if I want to do a full spring kit or what have you, and just get your bearings on, you know, okay, what is the benefit I'm going to get from this kit? What's the benefit I'm going to get from that kit? And, you know, at what point, where's my price point going to meet for me? And from there, you know, once you have a little bit of education, um, save these guys some time, y'all, you know, you can feel free to call, uh, right out of the gate with, with no knowledge or do whatever. But, you know, when you go online, you just kind of get an idea of what you're going to, the conversation you need to have, the questions you need to ask, uh, it saves a lot of time and it'll also make sure that you get the product that you want because when you call in and say, Hey, um, I went online and you know, I, I saw you guys offer multiple versions of the same sp- or what looks like the same spring. Um, how do we need to go through this process? Then, you know, when he asks, well, what model do you have? What do you, what, a, you know, what accessories do you have? That's kind of information already fresh on the brain. And that's also, you know, you can kind of expect they're going to ask you those questions and that way you have all the information there and you're ready and, you know what kind of shock you have and all that kind of fun stuff. And, and it really will just save a, save a bit of time and, you know, heaven forbid that you, you know, you get in there and you, you think you have Fox internal bypasses you and you order walkers cause you, you weren't sure which shocks you had and, you know, blah, 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 things can happen. And, you know, this is one of those where you don't want to make that mistake. So, uh, I challenge the listeners to definitely just make sure, you know, go on the website, 
research what you need, look at your machine, think about your machine, you know, how does it ride, what do you want from it, and then make the call um, and, and get with these guys because uh, Chris has made this entire process extremely easy. We actually had the, had the conversation um, that you're going to have with them uh, earlier, and it was you know, a few minutes, just a couple questions here and there. What do you do? What is your goal? How do you want it to feel? And that's pretty much it from there, and everything's taken care of. And it's a really great process. Uh, the customer service has been great. Communication's been great. I've been texting Chris and uh, getting information from him, and it seems like uh, their social media crew is also running really well. They're super responsive. Um, Chris was super responsive. So uh, just from the customer service and communication side, I cannot speak highly enough about it because every question I had has been answered and I couldn't have had a more knowledgeable person answer it for me because we got way into detail right out of the gate. And as for someone who, as for someone who appreciates that, like that is what I'm talking about. I love it. Uh, and, and I just appreciated the fact that I instantly knew, okay, I don't just have someone who's like writing down my order. I have somebody who's asking me questions that is going to make sure I get the best application, the best spring for my car. So, you know, I just kind of wanted to throw that process out there. And like I said, if you're on the fence, go online, look at it and uh, go watch some videos of cars with their springs tuned and uh, just go figure out, go talk to your buddies, see if any of them have a, have a spring kit on there. And uh, I promise like racing on the rocks. This is me, Jesse saying, this will be the single greatest upgrade other than a Cajun harness that you will ever make to your side-by-side, ever. A correct spring yeah, it, kit it, is it's, amazing. It's comfort, it's comfort and safety. And, and, you know, the guys, the media folks are going to be glad to hear you say all that stuff because we do work pretty hard on We do a lot of videos. There's videos on the website, racingsprings.com, uh, and we go through a lot of just tutorials of yeah, here's how a dual rate spring works. We kind of jumped over. I said we'd no come back to that, and we yeah. can always do that later on the show. But, um, you know, but there's videos on the website. There's a YouTube channel of Pack Springs. So you can kind of scroll through there, and we do a lot of these long form, you know, 10 and 15 minutes of, of breakdown. You know, when you're talking to somebody, I always try to talk to them like they are a a professional in the industry, you know, whether you know nothing or not, I'm going to start on the high end and, and we'll bring it down to your comfort level. I don't ever want to, uh, I don't ever want to kind of try to scare somebody away from knowledge. Right. You know, that's, that's not the intention. It's, um, you know, but when you're, uh, when you're talking to, to new people, you never know their level of experience. And so we break down some videos of, we start at the bottom, you know, and then we have more advanced stuff too of, 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 of all sorts of stuff in the industry. So, um, that's a good place to start. You're right. The, the videos, if, if you need a little help, uh, if, if you want to start at the bottom, give us a call. I'll talk through. But some of those things that you need to know what I'm going to ask you as soon as you call, we've laid out videos so you can, uh, you know, save yourself a little bit of time and, and get coached up yourself. Yeah. And I think that it's, you know, it's again, I coming from a very engineering background, it's so valuable to learn and so valuable to understand what's happening in the shock, to understand what's happening with the spring. So that when you feel something in your ride or, you know, the next time you go riding after listening to this podcast, you're like, Hey, my side by side rides like crap. Just like they said, uh, <laughs> you know, you kind of have an idea, you know, well, Hey, let's think about this. Let's think about that to make, you know, try these different things and, you know, kind of we'll start the snowball that is eventually going to get you some Springs because ignorance is bliss. And now none of you are ignorant to the fact that your current Springs are not great. <laughs> 
There you go. So, uh, but Instagram, or I'm sorry, not Instagram, social media, are you Instagram, Facebook, you guys are on everything. Um, what is the handle for your Instagram? Uh, so the, the corporate page is, uh, I think you can kind of just find Pack Springs everywhere. Okay. I, I think it's pretty, pretty broke down that way. Um, I do a lot of, uh, if I get your shocks in or we're working on something, um, I'll kind of take a, a little bit of a video log as I'm going through on Instagram. I think it works good for me. I'm, uh, I'm pack underscore goose. Uh, so you can, you can kind of, uh, see what I'm working on. Sometimes I'll go through dyno sessions. I'll show you how compression adjusters are working. Uh, I'll show you issues that we run into on, on shocks of here's some, here's some problems that occur. Here's what we can do to fix it. Uh, some people like if they send their stuff in, just kind of, uh, let me see all that it got worked on, yeah. you know, of, uh, seeing some stuff as it's torn apart. And, um, you know, we, we go pretty extensive and we go pretty deep because I'm not afraid of, of what I'm doing. You know, yeah. I, I'm putting the best out there and, uh, you know, I, I, people are paying good money and they want to see what's going on. I think, uh, sometimes, you know, everyone's had a, a sketch experience in the past of, mm -hmm. you know, whatever industry it was. If you get it back and you're like, man, I don't know, I couldn't really tell a big difference. Yep. And then, you know, so, uh, you know, we're going to make changes and we're going to, we're going to kind of coach you up on, on what you need. And, and I think it's a good, in this day and age, you know, man, why not see my stuff get worked on? And yeah. uh, it only helps me grow my base. If I can tag you in something and, and you can kind of share that of to your buddies because listen we don't ride alone you know we're yeah absolutely we're uh we're uh we're all in a group of something and uh, if i can get you happy you're my best salesman if i <laughs> coach you up i teach you all the things that you can do to be awesome um you only make me look better and uh you get to uh reap the rewards yeah. so um you know that's that's the best way to do it of find us a uh, pack racing springs all over the place I'm at uh, I'm at pack underscore goose on the gram. It's really about the only thing I'm messing with, um, but uh, that's a good place to start. You can uh, you can call us and we'll get you tuned up. All right. Well, uh, Chris, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show today. Is there anything else you want to mention before we close it out? Uh, you know, I think we can maybe in the future swing back around to more bar technology. We can yeah. get out into uh, the other the other forms of racing that we're involved in, you know, if we want to, you know, we get into ultra four racing, which yeah. is really where we got our start in Springs. And, and, uh, we really didn't talk about our Tomahawk line of sway bars and our trail series line of sway bars for full size rigs, but you know, we got a product line that's immense and it's hard to, uh, you know, I think today what we did is really broke down one component mm -hmm. and, and hammered it on. It was, was useful. Uh, and then hopefully that'll get me invited back and I can talk <laughs> about more awesome things. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, you know, there's all the time, uh, all the time in the world to go through stuff. And, um, you know, I think that's, that's really what we're hammering on right now is springs mm -hmm. and stock service and, uh, and really, really a whole kind of platform setup. whether it's, uh, we're, we're talking about sway bars, we're talking about all the things we can do, but, uh, we've got you. We've got you. Uh, we got you set. You know, we're a Fox authorized dealer for for new shocks. If you get into uh, needing repair parts, if you've jammed up a right corner on a tree or fallen off a ledge, you know, I can fix stuff. We've got parts on the shelf, so there's quick, easy turnaround time on that. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's my my inventory of repair parts is almost as much as anything else because <laughs> as we're trying to order stuff from fox it's it's west coast it's time consuming mm -hmm. and you know you jab something up on saturday and you're trying to ride next weekend so yep. um 
you talk about shipping stuff out west. You know, it's we can save some days shipping. I got the parts here to fix it. And, um, you know, it's, it's, that's, that's really what we're trying to do is just get you back on the trail and get you the best you can be. Yeah. And, uh, we'll go ahead and we'll, we'll, you know, we'll talk, uh, if you'll stay on the line after this, we'll talk about scheduling the next one. Um, but next episode will definitely be over ultra four, um, the, uh, rock balancer applications, the full size applications, because we have tons of listeners who that's their primary form of, uh, enjoyment as well. And, uh, there's so much to be said and so many conversations to have. Um, and, and with that, Chris, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show and I'm so stoked that you could come on today and, uh, I'm looking forward to next time. Right on. Thanks for, uh, thanks for spreading the word of, of us in the aftermarket and just giving us, uh, all those guys that are stuck at tables or in a room or working or <laughs> underneath rigs, something to listen to through the day of, you know, if you've got people, if you're listening to the show, you're already a podcast guy. I can't. Yeah. I spend as much time trying to get people listening to shows and, and really just getting into the world. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's really brought the industry some, some good light. And, uh, and it's, uh, you know, sometimes all of our drivers don't get the TV time and the recognition that they should. Uh, we're a small group and it's, it's good to hear from other stars within the industry. And, uh, it's been a good time. I appreciate you having me on. Yes, sir. We'll close it out here then. Thanks guys. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the show. Before you cancel out the podcast, before you skip it, before you close it out, listen, thank you for listening to the long-winded intro. I am super stoked to have Pack Springs on board. If you can't tell, I am very excited about having them on board. Um, I think that they have a lot of information that's overlooked in the UTV market specifically. Um, there's a lot of kind of maybe not so correct information out there about suspension in UTVs. I hope the podcast was a great chance for you to listen and get a good idea of kind of what all we have playing in motion in our UTVs and the problems that uh, can be fixed and how to fix them. So, Pack Springs Racing on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And as always, RacingSprings.com. Tell them Racing on the Rock sent you when you give them a call. Otherwise, Infinite Off-Road still has your light needs covered with a discount code ROCKS, R-O-C-K-S, for 10% off. And anything you need there has that 25-year, you break it, they fix it warranty. And one more shout-out to my guys at All Things UTV. Complete RS1 diffs, turbo axles, best prices on wheels and tires out the door. The wholesale prices are nuts. So I would highly recommend them. All three of those businesses are superior in customer service, and I cannot say enough. I will not work with someone if their customer service is not 100%. I have to articulate that strongly. I will not endorse someone that is not a good salesman and not a good human. All of those guys, fantastic people. Pack Springs, Infinite Off-Road, and All Things UTV in no particular order. They are the cars, or they are the manufacturers that build the car that I would build. Thanks for listening to the show, everybody. Signing off.